to say I'm Aaron, then I want to say I'm Matt. Oh, okay. I thought you were like talking about identity theft, which is a serious problem. Chilling out. Rest in peace, Regis Philbin. Right? Hurricane Hannah knocking on our door. But we're going to push through. Hopefully we don't lose power. We have a hurricane? We do. Yep. Oh. Hey, y'all. It's Movie Dummies Podcast coming back at you. Um, hopefully all is well with you. We're doing pretty good here. Um, yeah, we're just a podcast where we, a bunch of friends, we're going to sit around and talk about some movies we watched this week. This is the recommendations episode for July 26th. Uh, I am Joe. I am Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm oh, Aaron. Man. Oh, damn it. <laughs> you done messed up, Aaron. I thought it was in the appropriate order. <laughs> My oh, it's fantastic. Joke backfired. That just fucked up. That was, you know, it couldn't have gone any other way in my mind. I thought he was talking about identity theft at first. <laughs> I was like, that's a serious problem. <laughs> so, guys, uh, how was your movie or TV or audiobook or comic book watching, reading week been? Wow. Can I Well, Can I you start? didn't mention video yeah, games. Yeah, Aaron, let's start, buddy. Quiet. Let's go. Yeah. Give it to us. Everything I everything that I've mentioned over the last couple weeks is exactly the same. There's been nothing new on movies or audiobooks. By the way, audiobooks still rocking out. Outlaws are out. You just got to do it. But I have legitimately watched almost no TV in the last week, except I got to play Pathfinder 2, a role-playing Dungeons & Dragons type game on Friday. And I have never played Dungeons and Dragons in my entire life. I've never played a group role-playing game. I have except for that orgy you went to. We don't Stay fresh over that. Listen, you said hey, you recorded it. You wouldn't bring it up again. Okay? Well, we ran into each other at the store. We both had the pineapple in our cart, and we knew it was down. Right? <laughs> we totally I'm banged. Allergic. I'm allergic to pineapple. That's why they put it up there. Oh wait, oh. hold on. <laughs> that doesn't make much sense. <laughs> So you played a Pathfinder. Is it is is that its own role playing game? I'm ignorant. I'm gonna say legitimately it is Dungeons and Dragons. The Pathfinder is I think the the uh, the baseline. So I'm mean, not the okay. Baseline. So it's the, a su- campaign structure. Yeah, it's a structure, and the the general or the DM is that what they are? Yep. Wait, no. Dungeon the master. The DM. There we go. What they do is instead of just having everything written out, they have everything built into a computer program. So Dope as you're balls. looking on a so top on down. Yeah, you went to an, you went to a website where I've already created my orc, um, and I did more of a tank build. I wanted to do a bard, but I didn't like their specials. So of course, you wanted to be a bard. A Ooh, a, yes, a wet I hole did. in the wall. Wanted, I'm gonna screw it. Yeah. That is well. I didn't. I didn't not do that. I am not going <laughs> to lie to you there. That I, I will tell you one thing that I did do, and I think you'll at least get a kick out of it. But it's a top-down view on the game. There's not much interaction other than you can move your character. The DM tells you the the situation. You walk into the bar room. And How many people you did you play with? Six. Wow. Yeah, and six it was, is good I don't even have six friends. You're four of them. I know none of them. They were all they're all military veterans. They're my uh, administrative assistant at my office. Her husband is the the guy who lends me all the comics, built the entire system. 
And it was three and a half hours. It took me about two hours to get accustomed to what was happening, to understand in combat and not in combat. I am flabbergasted that I was not doing this in most of my life. I am so impressed. <laughs> not even, I, you didn't even need the, the video screen. I was so impressed with how it is played. It is, I think, having a very jovial dungeon master makes it even better. I, I had a lot of fun with that. Um, I rolled there. There was a uh, there was a shopkeep that was locked behind a room, and he did not want to come out. So, and since we weren't in combat, and that's right when I realized what you can do outside of combat. So I rolled for uh, for steal, and I decided to steal his virginity, oh, and I did it did. right through the keyhole, right into him, and I, I was able to break the keyhole with my penis. I rolled an 18 on a steel, on a 20. It, it worked very well for me. That's some I'm pretty not, good sex. It's not <laughs> funny or anything, but... Oh, it felt good. So, <clears throat> like, that kind of stuff was quite comical for me. Um, it, like, there were some things that fell out of a human body that I decided to use as pocket sand. I asked the, the, the dungeon master, I was like, hey, I'd like to pick this up off the ground and put it in a leather satchel to use in the future as pocket sand. If anybody knows what that is, that is King of the Hill, Dale Gribble, always keeps sand in his pocket so he can throw it at an un uh, a unsuspecting um, person. Pocket sand! Throws it in their face, runs away. So I'm looking forward to using that in the upcoming weeks. Um, but I highly recommend if you really are a Dungeons and Dragons person and you are stuck in the COVID don't talk with people, the Pathfinder system is absolutely, or don't be near people, the the Pathfinder system is essentially an online build of Dungeons and Dragons. And it was absolutely wonderful, very fun, and I would highly recommend it to anybody who would like to have some fun imagination time. Cool. But well, Aaron, for you, I would like to recommend you listen to a podcast called Nerd Poker. I'm going to text myself that right now. Nerd Thank you. Poker? Nerd Poker with Brian Posehn. Um, and they play Dungeons and Dragons on a podcast for like the last five years. So it should keep you busy. All right. Got it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And we are looking for other people. So if anybody is looking to participate, we are actually looking to expand the group as well. Matt just got a boner. Matt? Hmm? <laughs> he can't Aaron, think straight. We, it it takes was a lot of brain was... blood to fill that hog. Oh, <laughs> 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 Shannon just entered I'm into that conversation right at the end. Oh, I got hit in the face with pocket sand. Well, it wasn't pocket sand. Mine was, um, mine oh. was blood and poop. That's what, what I put in. Oh, All right. I really thought it was going to be. Well, else. he he enchanted his he enchanted his uh there's his another staff and right up the butt. Okay, moving right, on. Well, there's another. <laughs> go ahead, Matt. There's another. There's another podcast where a bunch of voice actors get together and uh, a lot of other famous people, and it's called it's called Critical Role. Uh, there's a guy. The guy who is the GM does of the voice acting of uh, Jesse McCree from Overwatch, and they've had. Uh, uh, what can I think of his name? They've had all sorts of famous people on there. Uh, one of the D.B. Weiss, I think it was, if not the other guy Whoa. from Game of Thrones. They've also had uh, 
Let's see who else. Vince Vaughn's been on there. So yeah, a lot of famous people kind of rotate in and out. Uh, but a lot of them end up staying just because it's so fun. They do it live it, on Twitch. It is. I don't know, actually. I've been meaning to get into it, but... And it's all videos. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've watched a little bit, but I don't remember where. I think it was on YouTube, actually. But uh, yeah, it, it looks really fun. Uh, you have to ha kind of have patience because they do. I mean, they do all the stuff that you would do in a live D and D. Where like, okay, give me those dice. Oh shit, I lost my. Let's find the dice. Okay, let's lay the map down because the map's got to be in here for us to understand what's going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, the rest of it looks really fun. Uh, Matt Mercer does voice acting really well. They have a lot of other voice actors and uh, you know. Oh, Ashley Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Last yeah. of Us fame. That's what you know her from. First, yeah, not a fan of Mel Gibson or anything. Hey, well, she was in Avengers. She was on her own TV show with the other chick from oh, Thor. Yeah, that's that's right. Where what's no? I never saw that one. Uh, Hold on, the movie Thor has supporting cast. I thought it was always just Thor. Just Thor, twenty four seven. He just made your butthole Thor. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> bing, 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 bing! What does he win? Herpes. All right. Well, in the spirit of uh, moving on, <laughs> Angela, what did you watch this week? Please save us. I just looked up Ashley Johnson. Yeah. I may have thought this was Rumor Willis in a bunch of movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, you, I guess you could. They it's don't look that dissimilar here on Movie Dummies, but they don't look alike either. It's weird. Why don't I go next? Because I got something extremely nerdy to talk about as well. If <gasps> if Angela doesn't mind, that's fine. Okay, I'm gonna be marveling. Um, <laughs> um so I've been playing a lot of video games. Uh, not a lot new that I haven't talked about before, but I actually did get back into World of Warcraft. Mm, super nerdy. <laughs> Small inch above D and D, I think. In total nerdiness or total non-nerdiness, my neighbor plays um, World of Warcraft, and I've watched, and it is absolutely enthralling. Yeah, it's really fun. You don't want to play it alone for sure. It's no fun by yourself because just play a single-player game at that point. Go around and do something else. Um, but yeah, uh, I play with my nephews. I've been playing a lot of other video games that I've already talked about, but like my day is filled with video games, video game, video games. I play with Joe. Um, I play with my hey nephews. Now. I play with my cousin. I love playing with Joe. Bow chicka bow wow. He's we played mine. Overwatch. Yeah. And speaking of, um, and then. Yeah, so World of Warcraft is fun. Um, they've added some new characters and stuff that I played. They were pretty fun to play. Um, yeah. It's pretty grindy, though. I'll tell you that much. Do you play it on the computer? Uh, yeah, that's. I think that's the only place you can play it on. Oh. Um, but, yeah, it's pretty grindy. You can, you can kind of be okay at it. Like, I do a lot of player versus player uh, stuff. Uh, and you can be okay at that, but you really need like good gear to be really good at it. So it's pretty grindy if that's something you want to end up doing. But, yeah, grind it off. Can you play it in big grind groups? Or... Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like three yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Awesome. Yep, that's what we do. It's a pretty in thing right now. 
So, I don't know if I mentioned, uh, but I've been playing Call of Duty as well uh, with my nephews. Which one? Warzone or whatever? Uh, yeah, the yeah, MMO. that's it. That sure sounds like it. It's not fun. Uh, yeah, it's it's all right. I like it. Yeah. I mean, you have to be kind of in the mood for it, but yeah, I mean, it's it's like Overwatch, it's a lot but more not fun. as fun. Right, it's a lot more fun if you're in a big group because you can kind of watch about each other's backs and coordinate and all that stuff. And you don't just immediately get killed, or if you do, you have backup, I guess. I've only played. I've actually never played Call of Duty online. I've only played the campaign mode, and I think the last one I played was like the Ghost Recon one. I can't. I can't think of it. They had the steel or like the the big. Uh, it was like a no. Oh, I like, got it. <laughs> you go. I got a new tattoo, by the way. Look. Ooh, cool. it's smiling. <laughs> is it a dong? It I can't is. see it. It's a temporary it's... tattoo. We had two birthday parties this weekend, and I. That suckered into getting a temporary tattoo. Suckered into? I would beg for a temporary tattoo. You would get one, like, on your right butt cheek. Now show us your... I would get one... Oh, dude, hold on. Shannon, when I was, I'm going to say, 23 years old and I was working down in North Carolina, I got a henna tattoo around my belly button, and and they were dolphins in a circle. They were... They were so dope, man. I got so many great comments. Awesome. A lot of comments. A lot of comments on that belly button tattoo, uh, henna tattoo. They're so wonderful. Awesome. Channeling your inner lonely islandness. Sure. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, you got anything else, Matt? No, I think that's about it. All right. Awesome. Angela? So, just for the record... I thought that was Rumor Willis. <laughs> I just looked up a picture of Rumor Willis. Nope. That's not who I thought that was. I thought Ashley Johnson was Rumor Willis. Oh, gotcha. Just, anyway. So. <clears throat> both of these people. So I watched some stuff. Uh, I watched um, the original Beauty and the Beast with Maddie. My five-year-old. You mean the she, only Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> well, the only one that matters. Although I do intend on watching the live-action version with her just to see if she enjoys it as much as she enjoyed the animated because she she doesn't normally get into TV or movies very much. Like, she'll watch it and she'll pay attention. and But she's not, like, into it, you know, and... While we were watching Beauty and the Beast, she's like yelling at the screen and super invested, and it it was a lot of fun to watch um, her reaction to it. So, I'll, has anybody seen the second one? The second one, what? I mean, the remake. Has anybody seen the remake of Beauty and the Beast? Yes. Joe and Shannon did. As a quick, quick question, is it like the Lion King, where it's like act for act the same thing, or is it yes. Like different? Yes. Okay, thank you. That's all, I, that's all I needed. Okay, that's Except all I needed. Thank you. there's constant auto-tuning. That's fine. I just, that was all I needed. It was just storyline. The rest of it, I'm okay with. Yeah, that okay. was all. Sorry for the interruption, Angela. Oh, you're fine. Um, so that was a lot of fun. I also finally finished Sharp Objects. Oh, wow. That's been sitting in the oh, back yeah. for a long time. 
Yeah. Yeah. I I watched the first, like, five episodes or something, and I just never watched the last three. And it completely shifts in the last three episodes. It's, you know, it gets real dark real fast. I thought it was a show. It was really good. I mean, really well acted and written, and I was definitely caught off guard at the end. Very final scene, I was like, oh, right? you're kidding. Um, you didn't see it coming. I didn't. I did not see it coming. I thought it, I, I bought into their, you know, what they, what they were trying to lead you to, which was that the mom did it, you know, and I, I bought in hook, hook, line and sinker. And it never even Who's occurred to me it? that. Well, the mom was right. like Munchausen. It was Munchausen's by proxy. Yeah. Right, she, she was, was by proxy. Munchausen by proxying yeah. the other daughter. About spoiling stuff. It hold, was very hold, guys, I I don't I know mean, what that like word is. That sounds dirty. It's been so long so, since I've seen it. So Munchausen syndrome is a is a psychological disorder in which you hurt yourself in order to gain attention. Munchausen's by proxy is when you hurt someone else in order to gain attention for yourself, usually in a caregiving type capacity. So the mom was, was poisoning her children in an effort to seem like this doting, caring mother. And she ended up dying. The the oldest or the middle one, I, I still don't know whether the one that died was older than Amy Adams or not, but that one died. Amy Adams never really let her poison her, so her mom hated her growing up. And then she spent, and then the little the little sister, she was poisoned most of her life to the, to the point where she was actually starting to build up a tolerance to the types of poisons she was using. Like, it was crazy. And then it turned out she murdered some kids, which is nuts. Yeah, wasn't the the floor of the dollhouse all teeth? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. I forgot. Oh. And then didn't she, when she figured out, she goes, don't tell mom. Yeah. Like, Did that you was stay bonkers. for the post credit sequence? What? I Whoa, might what? not have. Where what it literally shows place? her murdering another kid? No. Yes. Yeah. 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 The oh. American American the TV show. Friend. The TV show. Yeah. The TV yeah. show. Her African American oh. friend. Yeah, that was yeah. nasty. I what? forgot what? about that. Where'd you find it streaming? This is on HBO. It's HBO. on HBO. Yeah, we watched this. Remember? I know it's been a while. It's it was like two years ago, but we watched it. Yeah. <laughs> that long ago. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. Amy Adams was just. It had to be close to there because I remember it was it such was. a big deal because the producer of the show had just done Big Little Lies and then this back to back and was like exhausted. Like no break for the dude. Makes sense. Yeah. It sounds exhausting. The it's whole weird was because like, for a minute there I thought uh, Angela was talking about a real person because you know right. she's really into true crime. So I was like oh my god we do such a and then I was like oh yeah. I'm yeah, no. sure that this is probably more commonplace than we'd ever like to imagine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Munchausen's and Munchausen's by proxy is for sure. Um, Wait, that's, yeah. That so, happens? 
Yeah. Yes, dude, it's, it's a real it thing. A lot. Google it's a it. Real thing. I don't, you don't remember um, the kid in the Sixth Sense who was getting poisoned and played by Calisto. That was also a Tangent. fictional movie. Right, but you know, Tangent. I mean, yeah, there's yeah, been it, tons it, 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 of references to it in yeah. fiction for this to not be a, a surprise to A. Didn't they have that movie about the there was a kid with cancer, always thought that he had cancer? Yeah. And that she ended up killing her mom or something and she the went one to on Hulu or whatever? Yeah, and then they had like a whole show about it that's kind of goofy. Yeah. yeah. Well, Gypsy Rose is is a real life example of that. Her mother had Munchausen's by proxy. For sure. So what else did you watch, Angela? So I also watched uh Totoro. <gasps> with, what? With my My neighbor Totoro. Yep. My yep, neighbor fantastic. Totoro, my my fourteen year old when uh she realized we had HBO Max. Um, oh yeah, there's a whole Studio Ghibli. There's a whole Ghibli. Studio Ghibli. Yeah, there's a she got super excited and she's been you know, every couple of weeks she'll come down and she'll be like, Mom, would you be willing to watch another Studio Ghibli film? Because we watched Spirited Away because it was on my poster. Hmm. I'm like, have you sure. watched um, Howl's Moving Castle yet? No, I have watched Spirited Away and, to- and my neighbor Totoro. <laughs> I would. I, I I own and have watched multiple times every Ghibli movie out there. Very enjoyable. Me and Joe have argued about him in the past. Um, but uh, Howl's Moving Castle is at least age appropriate up to very low uh, and high and it is an absolutely fantastic movie very fun ending very fun um type with very good ethical discussion as well Uh, it would i think that would be a very good family movie i mean my 14 year old has seen i spit on your grave so we don't really monitor so how's moving castle and if you want to see her cry grave of fireflies um okay okay Awesome. We watched a Disney short film called Foe, and we both cried really hard. What's it called? So, so, Spell that or for ba, me. I suppose. Or no, it's it's Bao. Bao. B-A-O. Oh, yeah, with the uh, little, the dumpling. The little dumpling thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, we we both cried really hard. Yeah, they do pretty um, good with their shorts, don't they? Yeah, they do. They really do. Then I started watching a show on Netflix called Skin Decision. It's all about plastic surgery. Um, I thought it was interesting because, like, there was this one in the second episode, I think, this woman comes in and she's like, she's like, yeah, I'm fat and I want liposuction. And they were like, they were basically basically like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I hear you. Here's a diet and exercise plan. Thank you and have a nice day. Damn. I don't want your money. So that, you know, it was, it was kind of, you know, they were, she was like, they were like, you know, if you want to mess with that cell or if you want us to look at that cellulite, we could do that. But if you're just looking to lose weight, you know, I, I haven't, I've, I'm certified as a nutritionist. I can put together a meal plan for you. I can do a, a weight loss plan, but you need to put in the work. You're not, I'm not just going to suck all your fat out for you. That's not how that works. That's a good thing, right? Yeah, I appreciate that okay. for sure. It's, it's yeah, not I mean, healthier. Liposuction can be very traumatic to your body. 
Yeah, it's not From what good, I understand, sometimes- when you evacuate the cells, the fat cells, fat can never grow in in those cells again. So you're really putting your organs in danger because the when you first gain weight, the very first place you start gaining weight is around your organs. And if it if it can't Matt, grow on you your saying? body, you're gonna choke off your insides. Some people, uh, yeah, it's. I mean, but it's done still. Some people have like thyroid problems that they just diet, exercise, no matter what they do, they just can't lose weight. So, yeah, that's yeah this was not that it's a healthy right, right. right. No, for this for this woman though, that wasn't the case. She just right, right. You know, she had been taking care of her mom, and she had just stopped watching what she was eating, and she stopped exercising, and she just fell into an unhealthy lifestyle. And then, you know, wanted a quick fix to so that she could get back out on the market and find somebody to date. And they were like, no, I'm not doing that. You're, you're just going to have to put in the work. No, Sorry. I'm going to stab you in the lips and make them super big. <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> the ones on, someone the ones on your body. Their butthole. The, one you, the ones you Anyway, What else? Angel, I thought they did else? that to their vagina. Um, did Vaginal I talk to rejuvenation? Lennox Hill yet? No. So Lennox Hill is another documentary on Netflix. <clears throat> and I... It, uh, it follows a couple of doctors in a hospital called Lenox Hill in New York City and they they do some pretty cool things they're neurosurgeons or neurologists or something like that and they do a lot of cool things but I was interested in particular because there were two episodes because somebody I worked with was featured in two episodes what? yeah he uh, had had a, a few years ago he had had a brain tumor um, reasonably healthy man in his in his fifties, and he just all of a sudden they discovered a brain tumor, and he or all of a sudden he got really sick and then went into a coma, and it was it was really scary there for a while, and it was because of this brain tumor, and it was non cancerous, but you know it was still yeah. affecting him. They had to get it out of there, so he ended up going to this hospital. Um. And they do brain surgery on him in the show while he's awake. It's kind of crazy. Yep. Yeah, I've seen. Wait, that. hold on. Nope, nope, guys. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna stop the stream for a second, guys. Mm-hmm. Did Did you say he had surgery o- awake? You always have yeah, brain, brain surgery, surgery awake. Not yeah. always, but sometimes. Mo- sometimes. Yeah, not, not Your brain doesn't have any pain receptors in it. Right. Them sawing into your bone and all. But in this case, they wanted to make sure they were taking as much. They were taking all the tumor tissue and not taking any healthy tissue. So they were having him like, they were having him like move his hands and stuff. And the second he couldn't move his hand anymore, they knew they went too far and they had to back up. You know. So this is a friend of yours. Um. It, he was somebody I worked with. We were we were colleagues and we were friendly, but you know, like I never hung out with him outside of work. I actually went to school with his kids, but never actually spoke to him. You know that kind of thing. But it was just kind of like, huh? It's a lot of people. I didn't in expect area that. Brain tumors. Yeah, I mean, did you, it's probably the river. 
did you know he was on the show when you worked with him or was he on the show after he was on the show after he had actually left that place of he left that job and then about six months to a year later got the tumor oh wow Interesting. Yeah. yeah, that was crazy. Lennox. But he was a big fisher, and he has eaten a lot of fish out of this river here. So that's oh yeah, very be. likely could be what did it cause and effect. Science. Mm -hmm. so, awesome. Is that all? That was it. Yeah. Ooh, is it my turn? Sure. Go ahead, banana stand. Oh. So this week, Joe and I, we watch some things together. I'll start with something I'm watching without him. I'm watching uh, Elementary. Bath Holly. <gasps> yes. Uh, it's on Hulu. Uh, it has um, Lucy Liu and... Johnny Lee Miller. Thank you. Um, I... He's that guy from Hackers, right? Yeah, you know, I'm, yep. I'm watching her watch this show, and he's talking in this British accent, and I couldn't tell if he was British or doing a kind of decent British accent. He's actually British. He's British. Yeah, yeah he's British. He even starred in an Olympiad movie about a British person. But I would be willing to bet he's not from where he's doing that particular accent from because it doesn't sound very good. It doesn't matter to me. The The show, the premise of the show is like the crime, the cases, and it's like just putting... Um, the it's not randomness but you're looking for the clues within the clues because there's always you know it's more logic it's not just some type of uh magic so to speak there is a sense to this um the fuck was there's I a thinking? method to the madness there's a method yeah. to the madness sorry yeah it's sherlock uh, holmes but i also like <laughs> well He's an insane person who's a drug addict who solves crimes based on deduction. He is madness well, I, put into method. I think that is what Elementary to me did a fantastic job with. Number one, female Watson. Or yeah, that was that was a really great move with him. But as a quick aside, the actual continual struggle with his drug addiction and making that an actual. Uh, point of the show they make it a very human element of it whereas even in sherlock God, unbelievable show it was more of like a side thing there was a quick ado to it once in a while he would slow down do some whatever um i just thought oh my god my oven has been on for my oh god my my stove has been on for the last two hours okay that's not good um they do it really is i'm kind of scared right now i was wondering what the smell was down here me dying um it, they do a very good job and i think shannon as the show evolves and is able to get around some of their i'm going to call it hokey mechanisms in the show there are some forced things it just it doesn't feel right they clean that show up fantastically and it never got boring for me i think over the eight or nine seasons it they're they're yeah they're moriarty's they're moriarty's they're moriarty's they're uh long arcs to seasons yeah they there's 24 really episodes good. in a season and there's usually a prevailing arc mm. there and they will put in a, a crime that takes the whole season to solve but every episode 
rarely two is for the same crime. Yeah. I, I can't speak enough at how great elementary. I think I finished that up maybe two years ago, so it hasn't really come up on the radar for me discussing it. It is a really great show and he's a good Sherlock. He he paints a very good picture for him as the time goes on. And I'm enjoying it. Like I even uh chuckle once in a while. It's humorous some of the things that happen because of those human like elements more realistically portrayed within a case or within a relationship between two people like he's that quirky weirdness and she's more realistically down to earth and they have this weird relationship going on but it's comical in some ways like sure you know everyone wakes up in the morning to you know people smashing things that kind of thing my the best character i think on the show is his turtle he has a pet turtle that makes it through the entire show. He's oh, great. Yeah, He's that, a great guy. Uh, it was a joke that he was going to cook it for a stew. He he regularly ties balloons. Yeah, he regularly ties balloons so he knows where he's at. He loves his turtle. So that is something that I'm in. I finished season one. I just started season two. But like I said, there's 24 episodes in a season, so it takes me quite a bit of time to kind of get through a season. But I highly recommend it. Also, Joe and I watched Absentia, Absentia. Absentia Season 3. Three. With... What's her name? Stanya Kotick. Stanya Kotick. Oh, you're not going to talk with me? Uh, and I couldn't remember even what happened in Season 2. It's been a long time. It's been 18 months or so. Yeah, it's been a while, but... Wait, wait. Is this a new season? Yep. It is. Wait, so there... Wait. Wait, wait, hold on. So what I watched maybe 18, 12 months ago, this is new, new? It's, yeah, this it's is new like 10 days ago. Dude, Shannon, I love you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Joe mentioned it. He's like, "We there's a new season. I was like, okay. We started it and we couldn't stop watching it. We watched it all the way through. In about 24 hours, we watched the whole thing. And Is there a pickup so we can figure out where the hell we left off? You'd have to get on YouTube. They don't. No. Uh, Amazon no doesn't do a convenient recap for you like Netflix does. So just do a just search Absentia recap. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. And then um, I also watched with Joe, which uh, Palm Springs through Hulu. I'm not 100% sure that I would recommend it to everybody. To me, the ultimate classic is Groundhog's Day. It was good. But I didn't like the take on it. I'm sorry. It just... I love the characters. Like, I love their banter and how they acted within it. But the storyline was a little bit weird for me. And there were some things that I just... I don't know. I didn't like. And I was on my phone a lot during the movie. Joe, what do you think? I think it's... Hmm... I, it can't be better than Groundhog Day because Groundhog Day is the first one that I think got it right. Um, but it's as good as Groundhog Day. Andy, Sam- This is probably Andy Samberg's best acting role he's ever done. Without a doubt. He's amazing Wait, in the movie. You guys, hold on. Help me out here. What, what's going on? This is a movie or a show? It's a movie, a movie on Hulu called Palm Springs with Andy Samberg and Kristen... What's her name? Kristen Milioti. 
She was the is mother on How I Met Your Mother. Humor or is it is it goofy? It is humor? more serious humor. He's not being okay, Brooklyn Nine Nine Andy Samberg. He's being earnest. He's very charming. Um, the the thing is, it's a infinite time loop. Okay. And Andy Samberg has been trapped in it for who knows how long. I'm and in. then Kristen Milioti gets sucked in. Yeah, not by choice. Not by choice. Yeah, and so like passenger, sort of. But Samberg's already a master of this time and space. He knows he's done. He's already lived through the whole entire movie of Groundhog Day. And so you kind of come into this movie where he's like. Fuck it. I'm just going to live each day and get through it. Oh, yeah. He did He did he all kinds of crazy stuff. He does the same thing. Now he's at the point where he just does the same thing every day. Because there's nothing. There's no point to ending it. So there is Let's a little bit. Yeah, it's it's really cute. Um, I, I guess Shannon didn't like it that much. I loved it. I think because if there's going to be an Academy Awards next January, I think this one might be up for it. I could. Do you think it's? You said it's as good as Groundhog's Day, like as good. Yeah. To me, it's a more modern take on Groundhog's Day. To me, there is like, I mean, there are elements of it that are better. It's not magic. To a certain extent, it's more like science. They use science in the movie, like space time broke, and then they're able to use. I don't know how real the science is, but they use science to get out. <laughs> so there's no conceit it. that it's just like when Bill Murray's heart gets mended and he learns how to be selfless, he'll he'll stop doing the loop over and again. It's not like that. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. That's not how you learn that Andy Samberg's arc has been completed. You learn it because of other things. Yeah. What is, how do I find that? It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Palm Aww. Spring. Yeah. It was up on their, like... It was a Sundance movie, and everybody competed for it, I guess, and Hulu won. So it's, Hulu's distributing it. Okay. Well, congratulations, Andy Sandberg, first and foremost, because he is a national treasure. Yeah, I, I went on a deep dive for some Sandberg stuff, doing it, watching interviews, and because he's doing a lot of press for this, and the Lonely Island all produced it. And I truly think the Lonely Island are geniuses. Um, yeah, for sure. Underappreciated. Pop Star mm-hmm. is one of the funniest, best movies as far as comedies go. I think Pop Star is never stop, never funnier stop. than Bridesmaids or funnier than the Hangover, funnier than all these other movies. They get all this. Hold acclaim. on, I've never heard of this movie. Why you get get killed by wolves? It's yeah, hey, Aaron, I think we're gonna do it for the podcast. So I don't need to worry about it right now. Correct. Oh, so, thank you. That's how I want to watch so it. So coming like up, maybe our next movie we'll, what we'll watch is <laughs> maybe we'll do sad. a couple uh, Lonely Island movies. Yeah. Because there's Hot Rod. There's MacGruber. <gasps> you know, these are all good movies. So we did MacGruber already, though, so we can't do that. Goodness. Call of the Dolphin. Brothers. Strength. Bash Brothers, of course. They're take and on Beyonce. It could be because I have a hard time with that type of humor. Um, it's not... I don't know what it is. You loved Bash Brothers, so eat a turd. <laughs> no. It's just... I don't know what it is. Like, I have this... I think the problem you might have had with the movie 
is you go in thinking it's going to be about Andy Samberg and about him being like a goofy dude who needs to get fixed. And it's not. Probably. He has an issue and he has an arc, but the person who needs fixing is not him. And I really don't want to Milliati. Yeah. I'm not. That's not. I'm not going to say that. I mean, there are other characters who have stuff going on, but like, and I think that unexpected nature of it might have turned you off because you you didn't believe. I don't know that the girl was that messed up. I don't know. I don't know. It's like people. Come on, get your life together. No one cares. When about your at the party. very beginning, when he's like being really charming and doing, he knows everything that's going to happen. He's going through the crowd at a wedding, dancing and doing all this funny stuff. Oh, that is. So it is. Great fantastic that's a clip that just should be played over yeah yeah i i literally just thinking about that part of the movie it's i don't know 25 seconds of the movie makes me want to watch the entire thing again it it hooks you in so hard that's how the beginning of mr right goes oh yeah mr right's great that That beginning that the dance when he's just walking to go for the murder the dance on the way there that's right baby all right what else shannon um, we also started a show on Netflix called Cursed. Yeah. <sighs> I saw that. I didn't want to do it, is it? Ugh, it was it has some it, weird things. It started really slow. It, it didn't it's not that up. it started slow, it started dumb. <laughs> slow. Dumb. Sure. It's a retelling of the Arthurian legend. For the chick. Where it seems like I don't know this for sure since I doubt I'm gonna finish it. <laughs> It's it's the chick from Thirteen Reasons Why. Yep. Um, Catherine Buttface, whatever her name is, and she is what I'm guessing is going to be the Lady of the Lake in this story. You know, the Arthurian mm-hmm. legend is the Lady of the Lake hands Excalibur over to Arthur, and yes, okay. sure. So she is that Lady of the Lake, and what I'm guessing they're doing is that they're going to say basically since men write history this is the side of the tale that's never told because she's going to be the hero of the story not arthur oh does that make sense sure i don't need any more women like role models i really don't care about that if it's good but it's really really not good yeah they have this um transition thing where they go from like the scene to a cartoon and then, I don't know. It's something I just didn't really like. Uh, I don't know. We probably will watch one more, but I just don't know if it'll get any better. I don't recommend it. It's on Netflix. It's new, right? Yeah, it's pretty new. Yeah. It, you know, there's a Skarsgård in it. <laughs> yeah, he Ooh, kept saying that. One? I'm like, I don't know. what. Uh, that one I've never seen before. Oh, Another one is Stellar Skateboards, hey. kids. Danny good? He's fine. He plays Merlin. What's a Scars Bar, kid? A Scars Guard? You know who Stellan Scars Guard is? You might know him as Crazy Doctor, Scientist Dude from Thor. Oh, yeah, I like him. His okay. spawn, a shitload of them, are also in movies. <laughs> oh. Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, Bill Skarsgård. It's Pennywise. Alexander Skarsgård looks like he's chiseled out of rock, and you'd probably have sex with him. He was right? in uh, True Blood. You know, I'm probably going to do. He that. was in the latest Tarzan. Absolutely <gasps> shredded. Hold, hold on, 
Hold on. He's, You're he's telling me the dude from True Blood and from one of the, like, I don't know if it was the last house on the left, that's his son? Yeah. The big blonde monster. The dude who's man in, who uh, just built, did like, you guys a brick watch shit house. Big Little Lies on Holy HBO? Anybody? Hold on, hold on. He's also no. Tarzan? Yeah, he played Tarzan heard, in a movie. I heard my wife deep breathe when he came on the screen in Tarzan. That man is just unbelievably attractive. You want to get his? Oh. Want to watch his dick get whacked by a tennis racket? Watch Big Little Lies. Oh. Yeah. Oh man, I it's cannot believe that ugly hilarious. old scientist got any type of participation in that man's creation. Holy snap, crackle, and pop. The last thing, not to you know, stop talking about penises. Um, the last thing we uh, watched together was Fear City, New York versus the Mafia on Netflix. Uh, I believe it's a Netflix original. It's, I think it's a documentary. Yeah, it's a three-episode documentary. Yeah, it runs through what was happening in New York during the Mafia time in the seventies and eighties. And just kind of what led to their convictions, um, jail or deaths, and really what was happening in the city. Some of the stuff I had no idea. It was kind of eye-opening, but again, I wasn't alive. So it was interesting. Uh, I like that it was short and sweet and to the point. It wasn't like 10 episodes where I had to wait and hear no, things No, the story's repeated. not that complicated. They used wiretapping to bring down the Mafia. Yeah pretty simple but if you're curious it's uh up on netflix uh 48 minute per episode and short like i said short to the point and there's a few like really and interesting things yeah if you ever want to wonder how rudy giuliani became popular this is how he became popular or see him young he looked old as hell back then who you kidding but that's all i have what about you what about me? Well, I watched a movie that seemed right up my alley. And by alley, I mean butthole. It's World War II horror called Ghosts of War. Ooh, is this what you asked me to watch with you? We watched the trailer. No, I, wa- I want you to watch Event Horizon with me. But this movie sucks. Don't watch it. So <laughs> um, I'll ruin it for everybody because it blows wild monkey dick. Um Whoa, it's pretty interesting. R-rated podcast. Till you get to I don't know seven eighths of the way through the movie, and they go, "It's all a simulation," and the simulation, the way that they are doing it, is unbelievable. It's really stupid, and uh, it's dumb. Don't watch it. Um, I watched a movie I never really cared for. Um, two thousand and what was it? Two thousand four, two thousand five. Uh, Steven Spielberg's War of the Worlds. Tom Hanks. Yeah. I, Tom I Cruise. Tom Cruise. I, I was like, this movie's fine. But you know what? I rewatched it, and it's dope. It's a really good movie. <laughs> um, hey, ask me anything. I, me and my brother know everything in this world. What's the capital of uh, China? My brother knows that one. <laughs> it, there, it, I didn't realize at the time uh, that how strong of an allegory it all was for 9-11. And giving this much distance from that event it's what? not it's yeah it's straight up like from when the aliens zap you they turn into white ash to the boy the son needing to go join the army to pay back the people who did this to us yeah it's 
a pretty hefty uh direct <laughs> not very subtle uh allegory for 9/11 but it's really well done i liked it a lot um rewatch yeah rewatch that as a family we watched liar liar yeah we're on a jim carrey kick yeah we're on jim carrey kick and next week we're watching the mask for the podcast so oh uh, yeah liar liar is okay it i don't know it's one of those movies that's like they paid jim carrey some money to just be jim carrey yeah and they didn't really care about I mean, how they got from it a to B. spectacularly the the thing that is a problem for me though is there's some absolutely great acting gut punch moments in there and if they had took the script more seriously i think that this could be like an all-time great instead of just like a little lark you could watch whoa hold on here i weigh 120 pounds yeah in your bra like you can't forget about that hey when you get home tonight we're gonna take your glove we're gonna wrap it with put it on oil and wrap it with the belt he's How roboting out that? it sounds hilarious <laughs> dad oh my god just oh is he I'm so al- sad is it also slowing him down am i back yeah, yeah. You're back okay yeah, it. I'm so, Aaron, so I'm not going to argue with that. There are great course. moments in the movie, but the movie itself, as far as being a functional film, sucks. You crazy? I'm not crazy. It. I mean, you crazy? What, what, you, I'm not crazy, saying don't Willis. like it, and I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying, to me, seeing how good of an actor Jim Carrey is, how talented he is, how funny he is, how charming he is. Uh, this could have been one of those yeah. things that was better and didn't lock him into this prison that drove him absolutely Girl. insane. You know what I mean? It, it did have the potential for a lot of heart. Oh, there sure. is gut punches in this movie. Yes. Yeah. When the kid one of goes, the best gut punch. Oh. everybody lies, Max. And then the kid goes, but you're the only one who makes me feel bad and walks away. Oh. <laughs> and he plays it perfectly. Yeah. But the movie could have been more of that. What about when his son says, but my teacher says it's not what's on the inside that counts. That's just something ugly people say. Like, right. gut punch. Just so amazing truth. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think I'm ugly, and I say that. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. I want I this know. movie to be a remake with the Lonely Island cast. I don't know. I, I think... Can't. Like it makes me long for like a uh, alternate universe where Jim Carrey was taken more seriously. Yeah. So we'll talk about. I mean, that I long for more that anyway. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm gonna watch this movie on <coughs> Amazon called uh, Cosmos, and it's the weirdest fucking movie in the world. It's. <laughs> Giving us all hard pass movies, okay? Don't watch it, guys, unless you just really want to see what I'm about to explain to you. It is three dudes doing science in the back of a van in the middle of the country. What? Because they have to be there. Like, there's one guy who's looking at he a telescope. There's another dude who's listening to sound waves coming from space through radio waves, and another dude who's watching a satellite. And they they are the ones who experience first contact with extraterrestrial life. Send a message, get a message, and it's mm. pretty interesting. However, they took this movie that's basically like I don't know like contact and they shot it scored it uh, like an action movie weird there is straight up Michael Bay poses 
where they're all in a line with the sun going behind them and their chests are out and they're all like looking just just off camera and the camera's panning around them and stuff. It's super weird. And I don't know if this is a... The director just didn't know what he was doing or if it's like a... Uh, the real superheroes are the intelligentsia type of thing. I don't know what they were going for here. Mm. But it like broke movie rules, which makes me not want to watch it. If that makes any sense. I don't know what a movie rule is. so Like the language of movies that we all know and understand. It's like in Arrival, Denis Villeneuve manipulated the language of movies to make to trick you. Okay. You know what I mean? She mm-hmm. wasn't having flashbacks to an event that had happened. She's having flash forwards to an event that will happen. Tricking you. So, don't don't watch it, I guess. I don't know, unless you're super interested in science. Uh, I also watched this movie with Jamie Lannister Ooh. called The Silencing. Uh, What's his actual name? Nicolas Coster Waldo. What? Okay, Jamie Lannister um, it is. The silencing yeah, was... also isn't good because this, the part about the silencing is such a small part of the movie. It's almost not mentioned. Um, it, it, skip it. Watch his other one, Shot Caller. That's better. Oh, yeah. See, I read some of Die on AA Runs Recommendation. <laughs> it's uh, I'm through halfway through volume one of the book. I guess it's the first five of the the series. It starts off horrible, but then gets good. Um, I I will agree to that. They do the device where they do it in movies, where they show you a glimpse of what's about to be, then go backwards. But that I don't think that works in comics without enough information. It's literally like four panels, and then they like leave you like what what the I don't know any of this. it took me a hot minute to figure out what the heck was going on in that yeah. book. But and it's a it lot of names moving. and a lot of people. They could have established all that. The arts, um, it's not average comic book art. It is every frame of painting type of deal. It's very, very beautiful and very detailed. I, th- I think that's what got me intrigued with it, too. I, yeah, it, it, was, it was very, very pretty, and they did a very good job with just it. Just attractive. And it gets mm-hmm. good. I'm not going to say it doesn't. It's very interesting. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to keep going. And lastly, the last thing I want to talk about is probably my favorite thing of 2020. Yay. The Princess Bride fan film on oh, Queeby. Yes, I've seen this. Um, I watched this too. It was I, so much fun. I had heard about it. I knew it was happening. It's like Jason Reitman, who's Ivan Reitman's son, also a director in his own right. He's doing the new Ghostbusters movie that's probably never going to come out. He decided in quarantine that he went, wanted to do a shot-for-shot remake of The Princess Bride, and then people just started doing little shorts, like segments of it, including it Fred Savage, <laughs> I mean, Shaq. My favorite is Michael <laughs> Siegel. Michael? Jason. Jason, Jason Siegel. Siegel. Yeah. He does a great job with... Fesic. Fesic. Yeah. So Rain they don't play Wilson the same character the whole the movie? Vicini. I want to see it. I want to see Rain Wilson do all of Vicini. He was oh, great. Yes. Nick it Kroll. It was fantastic. Nick oh, he Kroll played, played all, all the parts in his section. Yep. Which it, was good. Uh, it's... It, it was yeah. the perfect segue because we had some good news 
and we needed something, and I think it filled this void. It's delightful. I can't, there's really no, if you like The Princess Bride, if you are a fan of the movie, this is a way where someone can remake it without offending you. It is literally a love letter to the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and did you fun. did you cry at the very end? I didn't, but oh. I I don't ever cry at the end of that movie. You didn't cry when and Carl Reiner's telling Rob Reiner he'll be back tomorrow? Oh, oh yes. No, I did cry. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yes, I did. And I then cried it cuts so to black and goes in memory of our friend Carl hard. Reiner. Oh, oh yeah. yes. No, I bawled. As soon as Rob Reiner was in the bed and Carl Reiner's reading to him, I'm like, oh, right. might be the last thing they did. Maybe. Oh. Can you come back tomorrow? <laughs> and you know what? It's such a beautiful thing. Rob Reiner can go look at that anytime he wants. Yes, he can. As you wish. As you wish. It is a oh. romp. It's fun. It's worth the admission price of $0 to join Queeby for the, <laughs> the seven-day or 14-day free trial or whatever the hell it is. Um, it, it's delightful. I highly recommend it to anybody who's a fan. I recommend that you watch The Princess Bride, though, before you've seen this. If you've never seen The Princess Bride, go watch The Princess Bride. It gives you these joyous a, butterflies that you sure. need. Sorry, go ahead. As a Aaron. question, is this something that could be done to other movies? Do you think that'll start? Absolutely. A trend? People have done this to other movies. Yeah. There's a, a fan-made Star Wars out there. There's This is just the first one I think that's been done by all these famous people. Yeah. And well, do you think say... that might be like a thing, though? That could this be... Do you think this could have been released in a theater and people would have gone and seen it if it was not in COVID? Oh, I'd imagine. Yeah. Maybe. And do you think that could actually that be gone. successful? I don't know if it would have been a wide release, but yeah, people would go I think pay to see in it its sure. form on this uh, on YouTube or on Quibi or whatever, I think in its form is a is a perfect delivery okay. system for this because I think Quibi might be a little bit more like, uh, hey, we're trying to get as many people as we can to sign up for this, which is fine because it was for charity. But like you put it on right. a Netflix or you put it on YouTube, yeah, and you're going to get millions and millions of people watching it. In a theater, I don't know that that many people, unless you were going to show it and then show Princess Bride. Would, oh, okay. You know what or I mean? Show Princess Bride or show and show Princess that. Bride and Agreed. then yeah, which, show you know it what I mean. afterward. Yeah. Yeah, watch them both together and like you're actually seeing. So it wasn't as long as The Princess Bride. No, no, just, no. Oh, thank you. It was this about 50 minutes, 50, maybe an well, hour. 10 episodes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and each one is no more than like ten minutes, but they're not all ten minutes. Some no. of them are only seven, seven minutes. Maybe it was like yeah. an hour ten, hour twenty, somewhere on there. It wasn't quite as long as a Princess Bride, and it's funny, and it's sweet, and it's lovely. Yeah, there's there's definitely some scenes missing, and you know there were some actors that that stuck to the original uh, dialogue pretty. Uh, judiciously and, and sure. others who kind of the younger you ones know, didn't <laughs> yeah they didn't and that I being somebody who has seen um, Princess Bride so much that I'm literally doing the dialogue with them and they're saying different dialogue it was a little annoying for me but if you're not with that you. familiar with it it would probably be a lot of fun 
if you're doing a shot for shot remake of a classic, you might want to stick to the dialogue. They had it right the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the dialogue was great. Oh my gosh. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd sounds exactly like Carrie Elways. He really does. At and first, when Carrie Elways plays Humperdinck, that yes. made me laugh so hard. Yeah, that clip, I thought he was doing like just like I thought he was dubbed. And, yeah. 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 <laughs> he wasn't. Nope, that was Paul Rudd, being Paul Rudd. And that's the true mm-hmm. selling point for this whole thing. That is what we saw. Yeah, I saw that little clip online, and I'm like, okay, I'm downloading Quibi right now. That's all they needed to do. Just a little tidbit of Paul Rudd. It was fantastic. Everybody can use a little Rudd in their life. I, so guys. I never knew I needed Paul Rudd as much as, as I do, but... Ever since Clueless, I've been in love with him. You know, he's a an absolute treasure. Love the Very guy. lovable in that movie. So that's oh. what we got for this week. Yeah. Um, um, tell us what you've been watching. Tell us what you've been doing during quarantine. How you've been staying sane. Hit us up. MovieDummies at gmail.com or go to anchor.fm slash moviedummies and leave us a voice message. You can also just click the little link in the podcast description here. And uh, leave us a voice message that way, too. We would love to hear from y'all. Faux show. Faux show. Totally. Tell us if you're going to sign up for Quibi. <laughs> <laughs> Am I even saying that right? Quibi. Quibi? Quibi. You're making it more fancy than it Quibi. Oh. It's Quibi. Anarchy. Oh. Wait, wait. How do you say it? Anarchy. Oh, Anarchy. I make the other side panicky. That's all right. <laughs> Hamilton's got enough problems oh. alone us singing it. So, guys, thank you so much for joining I us. I can never get enough Hamilton in my life. <laughs> we, we will be back next week to talk about Jim Carrey in The Mask. It'll be an interesting discussion for sure. Yay. As always, I am Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Matt. I'm Matt. Wait. <laughs> Oh. Also, bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. Cheesy fresh bags. Bye. Bye. Cheese fresh bye. cheese bags.